It's a rule you've probably heard your whole life. Change your oil every 3,000 miles. But most experts have changed their advice in recent years. With the story, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks again, Chris. Phil Reed is the Senior Consumer Advice Editor at Edmunds.com, a website that endeavors to educate automotive consumers. So, Phil, the advice to change your oil every 3,000 miles, that has changed, hasn't it? Yes, it's changed, and people are not really aware of it. Car engines have gotten a whole lot better. They're much more highly engineered, and the tolerances, which means the gaps between the pieces, are much tighter than they used to be. The other part of it is that oil chemistry is changing all the time, and it's changed enormously between the times back in the days of the 3,000-mile oil change and now. So you have better oil, better engines, and the third component of it is that there are better ways to track exactly how the car is being driven so you know when to change the oil. Now, this is a bit confusing, though. The longer oil change intervals certainly apply to most brand new cars coming out of showrooms, but the average vehicle in America is almost 11 years old now. So would it be wise to change the oil every 3,000 miles on an 11-year-old car? The quickest way is to look at your service manual. It literally will take you three or four minutes to do that, and it will save you hundreds of dollars over the course of the life of the car. Some of the older cars don't necessarily require 3,000. 3,000 is a very sort of round figure that has basically been applied to all cars by the quick oil change industry. And also car dealerships like to recommend 3,000-mile oil changes too, largely because they like to have you come in often so that not only they can change your oil, but they can also sell you additional products. So for the 11-year-old car, which is the average, it could well be less than 3,000 miles. There's also another factor, too, I wanted to point out, which is that many mechanics steer you towards the severe maintenance schedule. Severe is a little different for every manufacturer, so again, your manual will stipulate it. And a lot of people like to say that the severe is the default position for all cars these days because they say we're all in stop-and-go traffic. Well, the thing is, how much stop-and-go do you need before it becomes severe? And the severe schedule is really designed for things like police vehicles, ambulances, you know, service trucks that are literally being driven 24 hours a day, that are sitting by the side of the road and idling for, you know, 45 minutes at a time while they have their flashers on because there's a diversion in the road. So the severe does not apply to everybody. And for those who do own older cars, as you accumulate more and more miles on an engine, does that need for an oil change increase or does it stay the same no matter how long the car lasts? What you're saying is there's wear inside the engine and some of the oil passes the pistons and it becomes burned. And this is pretty clear because if you look at your exhaust and there's a lot of blue or white smoke coming out the tailpipe, then you have to keep checking and adding oil because the levels will be dropping. In modern cars or even in cars built since the year 2000, they're extremely good about not leaking oil and not burning oil. So it's a good idea to check your oil to make sure that the level hasn't dropped. If it has dropped and dropped severely, you may have some other kind of a problem. Phil, talk for a moment about the environmental impact of an oil change. Considering the hundreds of gallons of gas that a car burns each year, some people probably think that four or five quarts of oil are just a drop in the bucket. Well, one of the things we discovered several years ago was that you're sort of wasting a natural resource. In other words, it's a little like going to a restaurant and ordering a huge meal and then scraping half of it into the garbage disposal. You know, you have a product that has a lot of life left in it and you're not using it. From the environmental standpoint, a big impact 
fact is the transporting and refining and recycling of the oil. Anytime you get back into that stream, there's going to be spills. There are going to be people that are going to not dispose of it properly. And a lot of this goes into the groundwater. There's a lot of toxins and there's a lot of heavy metals that are in the oil. And so it needs to be very carefully handled and disposed of. And that's not always done properly. So you kind of have a double-edged sword. You know, you're not using its full capability and then you're putting it at risk for spills and, you know, improper handling when they recycle it. So the bottom line, read your owner's manual. Absolutely. Read the owner's manual. It'll only take a second. And understand what the lights on your dash are telling you. You'll feel very empowered, and it's not as confusing as people might imagine. Phil Reed, Senior Consumer Advice Editor at Edmunds.com. Thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. I enjoyed it. Thank you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. We've reached the end of another InfoTrack radio broadcast, but you can keep it going online. Just visit TalkZone.com for more. Our show is produced by Syndication Networks in Chicago with Internet services by Pear.com. Our thanks to InfoTrack reporter Roy Mackey. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer. And I'm Chris Whitty. Catch us next time on another edition of InfoTrack.